Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I spoke to Jack this morning, and uh, it took them 12 hours to go from Katy to Pennsylvania yesterday. But they are visiting uh, Michelle's uh, parents and sister and brother and spring break, so they are having a great time. And so because of that, I have the opportunity to stand here uh, and minister the Word of God. Amen? Amen. The Word of God is good. Let me, let me start by saying this. And Steve went into it. Our worship, I would hope that you don't wait for worship to be over before you come to church. And, and we've had people say, well, it's just worship. Let me tell you what worship is all about. And we get a glimpse of it in the 16th chapter of Acts with Paul and Silas, two mighty men of God, persecuted, beaten, whipped, scourged, and thrown into prison. Now, prison was not a nice place. Prison, and it says even the inner prison. Prisons were holes that were dug into the side of a, a mountain and uh, no ventilation, no irrigation, and put in stocks, which means that they were bound with uh, fetters and they were thrown into jail. A perfect opportunity to talk about your problem. A perfect opportunity to say how bad life is. But it's in those times that the purpose for praise and worship is manifested. Because these two men had gotten to the place to where their chains and their bondages and their woes and their problems took a back seat that they said, let's just worship God. Golly. The purpose for praise and worship. And it said they started praying and worshiping God. And the next sentence says, and the other prisoners heard them. <laughs> so when someone hears you praising and worshiping God in your dungeon, in your misery, in your storm, when they see praise and worship come out of us in this seemingly unbearable situation, they heard, and it says, their chains were loosed. Their prison doors were broken down. And the ground shook. So I believe what we just experienced in praise and worship, when we, when we come to that place, I, I, I was almost at that place this morning. I was hit with something about 1.30 this morning. And of course, it, I just, I felt terrible. Uh, and the first thought was, Mary Jean can preach. I'd already, I'd almost given up. I had almost said, there is no way that I can, I can be ready by tomorrow. But you know what? I just, 
I kind of was thinking about my sermon, and I said, no, I'm going to worship God right in the middle of this. I'm just going to, yeah, I feel terrible. Yeah. But I just decided to praise God, and I was up until about 2.30, and I just started thanking God that no weapon formed against me can prosper, no evil, no plague come nigh my dwelling place. And I quit thinking about what I felt like, and I just started worshiping God. And I'm standing here today because of that. Amen. So that has nothing to do with what I want to talk about. But uh, God desires for us to get to that place to where praise and worship is our major thought in any situation. Amen. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. I, want, I do want to talk about purpose this morning. A definition of purpose is the reason for which everything is done, created, or exist. Everything, every item in the world has a purpose. These microphones were created. Someone had a thought, someone had a vision, and that microphone, it's this morning, it fulfilled its purpose. Amen. Uh, if I had a vacuum cleaner up here, you know, that vacuum cleaner has a purpose and uh, it's to get something I don't know how to turn one on, but it's to get something, it's to, it's, it's to get something done. So everything, going even back to Genesis, in creation, everything that God touched, everything that God created, he created for a purpose. The sun, the moon, the stars, the, the fields, the uh, vegetation, the animals, the fish, the birds. Everything that God did put inside of them purpose. Amen. Right. The scripture tells us that God in Jesus put an eternal purpose in Jesus. Amen. Amen. The Bible tells us that for this reason, the son of God was manifested. Does everybody know the scripture? To destroy the works of the devil. Well, that, that's an interesting phrase because manifested, Jesus has always been. Does everybody know that? Jesus has always been. God has always been. The Holy Ghost has always been. The Bible says they were in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was flesh, and the world was with us, dwelt among us. So Jesus was always in the earth as God was in the earth, but it said for this reason was He manifested. He was, he was made to come alive to destroy the works of the devil. The main work of the devil in your life is to hinder your purpose. Satan wants to kill, steal, and to destroy, and he wants your purpose to be go to the grave with you. He hates you as a Christian. He does not like you. And if he can destroy God's purpose for your life, then he says, I have won. Amen? So we're going to talk about what is our purpose? What is our purpose? Amen? Does it, how many want to know that? Amen. How about the rest of you? Do you want to know what that means? <laughs> Amen. Matthew 22. Matthew, tw I'm going to tell you what your purpose in life is. Amen. Okay? Yeah. I'm not talking about your job or your occupation. I'm talking about what your purpose, according to the, the eternal purpose of God, for each and every one of us in our life, 
This is our eternal purpose in Christ Christ Jesus. This is what God has purposed in us. Matthew 22, 37, you shall love the Lord your God with all your strength, power, soul, and mind. That is our purpose for being in this earth, that we would love God. And when we say we love God, we love his word. When we say we love God, we love his people. And the second part is, and you shall love thy neighbor as thyself. Our purpose to love God and to love his people. Love God with all your heart, mind, soul, and spirit. Amen? Again, everything that God has created or given to us, it has a purpose. 2 Timothy 3, 16. All scripture is given by inspiration of God and its purpose is to profit us. Amen? So all scripture has been, the purpose for the word of God is to profit us. Profit us in telling us what's right, telling us what's not right, telling us how to get right, and telling us how to stay right. That is the purpose for the Word of God. And we love the Word of God. Amen? We place the Word of God first in all of our lives and everything that we do. God has a Word for every situation in our life. It's our manual for life. Jesus said in John 10.10, I am come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Well, The purpose of the word is so that we would have life and have it more abundantly. Amen. The thief, the devil, Satan, Lucifer, whatever name you want to give him, his purpose when he was kicked out of heaven with a third of the angels, he was an adversary of God and of everything that God has and has done. And he hates the word of God. He hates to hear you use the word of God. Mary Jean praying this morning. We, we use the Word of God to pray and break that coronavirus, the power of it. There's power in the Word of God. Amen. He hates it when we say that. He would rather for us to say, oh, well, now we can't do anything against that virus. It's too big for us. It's, it's killing people. We can't stop it. No, we can. The coronavirus is a mountain and it tells us that we can speak to this mountain and command it to be picked up and removed and cast into the sea. And if we doubt not in his heart, but believe that whatsoever things we sayeth will come to pass, then we will have what we sayeth. Cancer has to bow. Cancer is a word. Cancer is a word. That's why we say cancer In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, we speak the word over it. We speak the word over storms. Amen. Uh, You know, we're also praying for uh, Tennessee, this terrible tornadoes that just killed, I don't know, it's up to 25 people. It's it's already killed and everything. And and you look at a map and you see that there'll be houses all destroyed and you'll see two houses that have never been touched. 
where it seemed like it just it jumped over. Now, I don't know if they were Christians. I don't know what their, what their status is. But I do know that, that, that we can point our fingers at a storm and tell it to desist yeah. in Jesus' name. Because my, 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 my. the purpose for God's Word in us is powerful. The Bible says he sent his word and healed them. How many know that scripture? Yeah. Speak to this mountain and command it to be picked up and removed. Wow. That's kind of powerful to say that I can speak a word. Uh, I've had dogs uh, a couple of times in my life, I've had where a, a dog, and I didn't know if he was friendly or not, but I wasn't going to take the chance. And anyway, he ran, he came to me as if to do something to me. And I remember rebuking that dog in Jesus name. Someone help me this morning. Instead of just being fearful of that dog in my mouth was the weapon against that animal. And I, and, and I, I said it, I said it scaredly. But I said it out loud, in the name of Jesus. Amen. There's power. The, the, the purpose for that word is to bring us life. But it doesn't do any good unless we speak it. I, I, I know the power that's in God's word. I've seen it work too many times. I've seen it work when a, a person was going through detox and throwing up blood and just convulsing and his eyes rolling back in his head and being as stiff as a board. He was just, he was rigid. And uh, I remember staying over him and praying in tongues and casting that devil out of him in Jesus name. And you know what? I assured myself in doing that, that that prayer was working and it broke right after that. And, uh, and deliverance came and, uh, uh, the man's living a full life right now. Amen. But see, when purpose is not expressed, it's not effective. That's good. That's good. The graveyard is full of a lot of people with a lot of purpose, but they're dead. Yeah. Yeah. Now, I, I know a lot of us, you know, what is my purpose in life? Well, uh, you might be the greatest mother around. Your purpose is to be the greatest mother that you can be because number one, you love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and you love your neighbor next door just as much as you love anything. But yet you're the best mother and you say, well, but I'm not doing anything. I'm not, I'm not inventing anything. Uh, I'm not the CEO of a company. Uh, I'm not talented. Yeah, but your purpose is you're raising three great kids. Are you understanding that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I'm going to fulfill wherever I am. I want to fulfill my purpose in whatever position that I'm in. And not always worrying about that. I maybe was supposed to be something else. Our purpose is to do the will of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. In Genesis, we have 26, mankind, he had already created all the universe. And then he said, 
let us make man in our image and after our likeness. Amen. And it said, and God blessed them. And then God said, this, this is what he said to Adam and Eve, purpose, here comes purpose, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Why? To fulfill God's purpose in the earth. To fulfill his purpose. And again, what does the devil come to steal? Your purpose. He wants to, he wants to steal your multiplying. He wants, to, he wants to stop your fruitfulness. See, we're to, everyone wants to be fruitful. Amen. And we are to replenish the earth. We are to subdue the earth. We are powerful in the name of Jesus. We are powerful in the name of Jesus. And he said, subdue it, have dominion. Yes. Have dominion in the earth. That's who we are. That is our, that's our purpose that God purposed in us like he did in Jesus. And it's a, an eternal purpose. Amen. For this reason was the son of God manifested that he might destroy the acts of the devil. Amen. Amen. Everything has a purpose and God's purpose is always good. So the devil's purpose is to stop whatever God says is good. Satan wants to come along and say, the, the, you know, he got with, with Eve. Yeah. Did God say? Come Eve, come on now, help me, girl. Did God really say that? Yes, and, and Eve quoted, she, he said, yeah, God said, don't eat of that booger. Don't touch it. Don't smell it. Don't, don't do nothing with it. Don't even look at it. And here's the devil. How's he going to destroy the purpose that was in Eve, he's going to pervert the scripture. Yeah. He said, did God really say that? And then he tempts her, her flesh. Doesn't it look good? Wise. You'll be wise like, you'll be wise like God when you, when you do that. So that, that's the perversion that's in the world today. Uh, I don't know what the problem with Eve was. I don't know where Adam was. He was off naming the animals or something. Do you know that God even, they even named the, the insects? Everything that's ever been created was created for a purpose. And I'm asking God about cockroaches. <laughs> what, 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 what is the big deal about cockroaches? You know, Lord, I know they have a purpose, but, uh, and mosquitoes? Amen? Thank you, Lord. But everything has a purpose. And, and, and we want to fulfill God's purpose. Amen. Uh, Satan's goal is to draw a purpose. Jeremiah 1.5. This is awesome. Jeremiah 1.5. When did purpose start? Before I formed thee in thy mother's womb, I knew you. God, wow. Before the foundations, before anything happened, I knew you. While you were unformed substance in your mother's womb, I knew you and I called you forth. And he's telling Jeremiah, and I've sanctified you and I've set you apart that you might fulfill my eternal purpose in your life. So see, we're not just floating around trying to get through life. We have a purpose. Everybody say that. I have a purpose. Now, and my purpose is to, to love God. My purpose is to love my fellow man. Amen? 
When we've done that, then all these other things that we do, they're going to fall in place because that's our purpose. And it says that Jesus was manifested, number one, to destroy the works of the devil, but his eternal purpose was to go to that cross. And, and, and what hell he had to go through to, 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 to get to that cross because it was purposed by God. Everything had to fall in place in that three and a half years of Jesus' life. Everything that was done was with, done with a purpose. Every step that he took, there was a purpose in it. Everything he did, there was a purpose in it. The, the, the Pharisees, the Sadducees, the, the, the uh, Pilate, all, everything was done to fulfill purpose because it was spoken of in the, in the uh, Old Testament. Yeah. Yeah. Everything that happened, we already heard about it. Yeah. Yeah. It was going to happen. And God was so pleased when Jesus fulfilled his total purpose. And, and the Bible tells us, after you read all the horror that Jesus went through, the pain, the suffering, pulling his beard out, spitting at him, putting those thrown, that, that thrown of, of thorns and, and making blood run down, and God said he was well pleased. I'm thinking, give me a break. God it pleased God to see Jesus fulfill his purpose. Because of the joy that was set before him. I like to do this every time. Do this. Put your hand right here. Everybody, say this. My name, My name. is Joy. The purpose for all of that is that today that we can say, my name is joy. The purpose for the cross was our crown. The purpose for the tribulation was for our triumph. Wow. It had to happen, folks. It fulfilled prophecy so that the purpose of everything that God has done and is doing right now. See, God's purpose is eternal. God's purpose is forever working in us. The Word is ever working. The, the Word never gets old. Amen? The, the same Word that was spoken 2,000 years ago, it's, same, it's the same powerful Word today. By His stripes, we are healed. I am more than an overcomer. Amen? I am the head and not the tail. I am above and not beneath. I'm a lender. I ain't a borrower. Amen? See, that's powerful. That, 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 that's the purpose inside of us coming forward. Now, I might not see it right now because I'm, we've not always been uh, uh, lenders. I've had a lot of years as borrowers. Amen? I, we, we had a lot of years where we, we borrowed we're no longer borrowers. Like Mary Jean said a while ago, uh, 
And my wife is one of the biggest givers ever. If anything ever comes up and, and she'll say, well, what would you like to give? Whatever I say, she's double. You know, whatever I say, she'll say, yeah, I think we can do double that. Thank you, Lord. How, how, how do you get there? By fulfilling the purpose of God. By loving the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and loving thy neighbor as thyself. Now, we've got, to, we've got to act on both of those. You understand what I'm saying? Well, Lord, uh, Pastor, who is my neighbor? Whoever it is that you've been, you've been uh, purposed to be something in their life. It doesn't just mean the guy next door. We, we used to have a neighbor, and uh, my goodness, I, Sunday morning we're getting ready to go to church, and I'd have to get beer cans out of our front yard because they came in at night and, and drinking beer, and they just threw all their beer cans into our yard. Okay, I'm supposed to love the Lord thy God with all thy heart, mind, soul, and spirit, and I'm supposed to love those turkeys as I love myself. Well, I must not have loved myself because I did not like them. And so I, you know, I didn't say anything. I just went and picked up those beer cans and put them in the trash. And it happened a couple of weeks later. And I'm thinking God's on my side and he and I can do something. And, uh, but it, it finally, it finally stopped. But uh, that's God's purpose for us. Love, the purpose of love is to show God. When we love someone, when there shouldn't be any love there, we're really letting people know uh, there's a God that loves you. Yeah. Amen. When we forgive, I think forgiveness is the greatest sign of love that we could. That's God's purpose that we should that we work to forgive. Now, I'm not saying it's easy. I, I, I've had to work through some forgiveness. I've had to I've had to say, Lord, uh, I, I can't do this. You need to help me. And, and God did help me, and I was able to forgive. Because, see, I found out that the purpose of forgiveness is so that God can forgive me. I can tell you my sins are forgiven. All of them. All of my sins are forgiven. I'm not bragging. I'm just saying because I, don't, I, I have forgiven anybody and everything that's ever, you know, done anything to me. Amen. So that's the purpose for it. Everything, that, there's, a, there's a purpose for that. There's a purpose for husbands to love your wife as Christ loved the church. There's a purpose for a wife to love her husband and give, him, give herself to him. There's a purpose in that that God is, is, a, is a manifested. To love our neighbor as ourselves. What happened? What's the purpose? Well, God's manifested. To, to, to uh, uh, ha, 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 in your job. We've had people get a job and they're saying, Pastor, it's terrible. I'm the only Christian there. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Your purpose, your purpose to be there is to love the Lord your God, love your neighbor as yourself. And people are going to see that and that company is going to be blessed because you're there because you are functioning as love. Amen. In school. As a teacher, whatever occupation that we have, our function is to show forth the love of God. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The purpose for the scriptures is that we might have life and have it more abundantly. We are going to receive a communion uh, at the end of the service. What's the purpose for communion? What's the eternal purpose? Well, it's all wrapped up in Jesus. It had, it had to happen. 
it had to come to this that his blood would be shed and his body broken. And Jesus spoke about it because he had an eternal purpose inside of him. His humanism kind of came out in the garden when he said, Lord, (laughs) boy, if there's another hand you could deal me, now would be a good time. But he said, not my will be done, but your purpose in me be done. Amen. I want you to bow your heads just for a moment and then uh, communion elders, if you would come. The purpose for Jesus coming was that mankind might have a revelation of God in Jesus, that man, man might bow his knee to his purpose and give himself to the purpose of God. The purpose of God, the will of God, that all would be saved and come to the knowledge of the Savior. If you're here this morning in, in my hearing of my voice and you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord, Pastor, how do you do that? Well, you just say, I'm a sinner, I need God. Jesus, come into my heart. I accept you as my Lord and Savior. I need a change in my life. I want to live eternally in the kingdom of God. And I ask you to come into my heart. How simple that is to fulfill the actual purpose of God for everything. And if you're here, you can do it by just saying, Jesus, come into my life. Let's just all say it. Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I'm asking you, Lord, to come into my heart, to change me, to make me a new creature, and to forgive me of my sins. I recognize the blood and I recognize your body as the purpose of God for my life. And I thank you for that today in Jesus' name. Because see, communion is for believers. The purpose of communion is for us as the, as the body of Christ to come together in one voice and declare that Jesus Christ is Lord. Amen.